Welcome to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. It's the best as well as the rest. It's the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Steph, um, this week we found out we're going to be hanging out indoors a little bit more. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> don't, don't crap all over me. I didn't, I'm not the Alberta government. I know. I just didn't feel like I needed the reminder just well, now. It kind of segues into what I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. Uh, I was reading somewhere that uh, it says people have picked up at least three brand new habits mm-hmm. over the course of this past year just because people have so much extra time. I don't pick up anything. I, I, I started <laughs> I started doing voiceover work to make some extra cash because I got bored. Uh, what have you been doing? I feel like you're the one who's always active and doing stuff and going outside. And yeah, I feel so- like I'm describing a puppy almost again. <laughs> Well, first I started making bread. I've kind of mastered um, my grandma's recipe, which was pretty exciting. Nice. Um, then I've definitely like started cross country skiing and doing a lot of winter sports. So now I'm. Did you ever buy cross country skis, by the way? I didn't. I did, yeah, but I can't find any poles. Like worldwide <laughs> shortage of cross country ski poles that aren't three hundred dollars. So we'll wait till next year, I guess. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, for real, right? Um, but I did keep renting them from um, the Ptarmigan Nordic Ski Club, which was awesome. Okay. Um, and then hobby number three, um, I've learned how to clean my house better. Oh, that's so boring. Okay, no, but like I started following this account on Instagram called Go Clean Co. And they've got like recipes for cleaning things like Tide laundry detergent and bleach and hot water. And it well, just as like... long as you're not eating it. <laughs> Mike, no, I'm not eating it. I'm cleaning my shower with it. I'm scrubbing my sink. Like, it's an amazing uh, little hack, life hack. Sure. Yeah. So cleaning better outside, cross-country skiing, and making bread. Okay. Wow. That's uh, Those are definitely three things. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. It's Mix 103.7. Steph, this morning, we're, uh, we're joined by Johnny Cupcakes. Johnny, who will be coming up to speak uh, with Startup YMM and their speaker series. Uh, except you're not really coming up. You're kind of doing this virtually. Uh, this is kind of going to Is this kind of a unique experience for you? Or have you been doing a lot of these kind of virtual speaking tours so far? Yeah, it's, uh, it was definitely a unique experience when I first transitioned to doing more virtual talks. Uh, definitely a little strange at first, but... Over the past few months, it's it's been great. I, I get to spend more time with my family, and uh, I, I think there's a intimate element to it. Very cool stuff, man. All right, well, the the speech is titled "Bringing the Fight for Bright Ideas." What can you tell us about it? What uh, can can local business owners expect to take away uh, from this? Sure. Uh, so my name's Johnny Cupcakes. I, I don't actually sell cupcakes, and I own retail stores that sell graphic uh, design T-shirts. But we display them inside refrigerators. We package them in pastry boxes. My T-shirt shop smells like frosting. <laughs> and we have terrible reviews. We have terrible reviews on all those food websites for oh, tricking no. hungry people. <laughs> um, but I, um, yeah, I've been selling T-shirts for 20 years now. I never studied this. I've uh, failed a bunch. I've succeeded a bunch. And uh, I've built a lot of brand loyalty. I'm going to share a little bit of uh, tips and tricks and ways to just bring ideas to life. That's really cool. I mean, I love, I'm looking at your website right now, and you've got such fun things going on. Can you tell us what your favorite shirt is right now? Yeah, I think it's the the classic Johnny Cupcakes, Cupcake and Crossbones t-shirt. That was our, our logo. I feel like once that hit, uh, it was very catchy. Uh, it, it confused people. It surprised people. It made strangers smile. And 
I like doing all those things, so when I, I could combine it in these T-shirts, it, it, it was a blast. Very cool. Speaking again uh, with Johnny Cupcakes, who's going to be a part of the Startup YMM Speaker Series uh, in Fort McMurray on Monday, April the 12th. Man, before we let you go, is there anything else you want to touch on, um, be it with what you're going to be speaking about or why people should be attending this? Yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I'm also going to be sharing ways to start a brand or grow a brand with little to no startup money and um, be sharing some of the, the stories that I've had of, of growing my brand and, and making it through the, the tricky times and, and, and whatnot. Fantastic okay. stuff. He is Johnny Cupcakes, and he is bringing the fight for bright ideas as part of Startup YMM Speaker Series. Johnny, thank you so much for the time, man. Thank you, guys. Keep positive. Thank you so much. Mixed Mornings with Mike and Steph. So yesterday we had our SPCA Pet of the Week Day, and I know every time that comes up, you and I immediately just go to the SPCA's website in town, and we start looking around, looking at all the dogs, say, oh, did you see this one? Oh my God, did you see this one? Oh, isn't this one the cutest? Yeah, you do well in a home with no kids, or, you know, yeah. all these cute little things they say about them. But yesterday I started noticing a way that they form some of the biographies. They use certain different words to change certain characteristics. Like, if you're talking about an an aggressive dog, they're protective. Right. Yeah. (laughs) If they're old, they call them a puppy at heart and so on, you know? Yes, (laughs) very much so. So I started to think on this and I said, you know, we've got a good friendship. What if we just ruin that? And we were to write a bio about each other as if we were to get adopted at the Fort McMurray SPCA. What would it sound like? Okay, Mike. Okay, this is mine? Yeah, I'm a bit okay. nervous. I hope you don't... I hope you still like me at <laughs> okay. the end of this. Okay. All right. Mike is a spry young pup with a goofy face. <laughs> wow. He loves exercise, but only on his own terms and won't just settle for a walk. Instead, he'd like to go to a dog park or a place specifically made for him for shaking out his legs. <laughs> He's a bit of a grumpy Gus. And he'll do well in a home with people who like to listen to him howl about things out of his control. Mm. He loves a sun-soaked nap in the afternoon and is house-trained. He is not crate-trained and will want to sleep in your bed with you. I just can't... (laughs) Thank you. Um, I can't get past the ugly face comment that you just made right off the hop. That was was right to the heart. Uh, Okay. I feel a lot less guilty about mine now. Uh, (laughs) Steph is a very social pup. Plays well with other dogs and wears a smile all day. She will not do well in a house with cats. Is very picky with her food and won't eat anything that comes from a can, especially meats. (laughs) Steph is very vocal, almost to a fault. Mixed mornings. Mixed mornings with Mike and Steph. Mike, when you order food, Mm -hmm. what's your average order cost? Uh, between my girlfriend and I, probably around, I don't know, 40 to 60 bucks, depends on where you order from. Yeah, same. That's about, that's about right, I think. Um, they just released some stats and Edmonton was home to the most expensive order in the past year on, um, DoorDash. Oh, really? Yeah. Guess how much it was? 500 bucks. Nope. Seven. Higher still. Stop. $900. What? Yeah. Guess what they ordered? All of a McDonald's menu. Not three bottles of alcohol. What What were the bottles? <laughs> Dom Perignon. Okay. There we I go. I mean, I don't know why, but um, also, I mean, Alberta would wow. be ordering, so... <laughs> Hold on. Three bottles of Dom Perignon ordered to your door? Yeah. That's... 
That's so much money. Like maybe it wasn't an inebriated purchase though, because like they couldn't go out and drive and they just got distracted while they were ordering. Like I just can't fathom doing Um, that. No, I can't. I that is that's upsetting. That is, yeah. I I, maybe it's because I don't have the money to spend on it and that it's that upsetting. That like it's you know one of my biweekly paychecks right there just spent on booze. <laughs> Valid point. Um, how oh, often would you say you order home? I don't know. Once every other week, okay. maybe once a week. All right. So it wasn't you. One Albertan ordered nine hundred and thirty-six times in the last year. In the same year. In the same year. That's nearly three times a day. Right. It's not crazy. Like they were like, oh, time for breakfast. Better get someone to bring oh it to me. Oh, my God. Time for lunch. Guess what? Better open up my app and get someone to bring it to me. Well, that's it's the one person who didn't embrace the home cooking during the pandemic life. So Mixed mornings. Mixed mornings with Mike and Steph on Mix 103.7. 3.7. And, you know, especially over the last few days, Steph, it feels like we were really trying to just Focus on the positive stories. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so much bad news out there that seems like the last place you want to hear it from us on your way to work. But sometimes there's bad news that is just so intriguing that uh, you, you just have to talk about it. As Canada and uh, parts of the U.S. could be facing a bit of a unique shortage in the country pretty soon. Yeah, we touched on it a bit yesterday, but uh, ketchup shortage... Yeah, I heard about this. Couldn't find a a good thing to get short on, so we decided on ketchup. (laughs) I don't think we decided. We're like, okay, well, we could either be short on mustard or ketchup. Which one do you guys want? (laughs) I wish it was mustard. My goodness. Yeah, well, you said you were even struggling the other day trying to find it. Like you, I was. I was at the grocery store, and I thought they must have had a crazy sale on it because they were out of French's and they were out of Heinz. And I'm not going with the no-name brand because, you know, ketchup has a flavor, and it needs to be Heinz. Sure. Yeah. I mean, is there is there such thing as a good ketchup out there? Yes. Oh wow! I, as I, I've said, don't judge. I don't put it on anything. I like. I don't use it for pretty much anything. What do you put on your French fries? Nothing. What do you put on your hot dog? I mean, I put salt salt on my French fries or seasoning salt if I want to get spicy. Uh, on a hot dog, mustard and maybe some onions. What do you put on your pierogies? So what? I'm kidding. I don't do that. Hold up. <laughs> I do know somebody you that almost, does, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be so terrible. You just almost offended a lot of Canadians right there. <laughs> I honestly think ketchup's kind of gross. The smell of it usually kind of just turns me off. Okay. I don't like the smell of ketchup mixed with eggs. I think that's the worst smell in the uh, world. Sure. Yeah, I mean... I do like ketchup on my french fries, my hot dogs, and my burgers. Well, you know what? There's nobody that's happier that it's going away than me. Uh, it is a shortage that I don't really care about. It's also the first major shortage since toilet paper. <laughs> true, true. But... It is quite similar in a way. Why? Because both are pretty crappy. Mix mornings. Mix mornings with Mike and Steph on Mix 103.7. Did you ever go to the zoo as a kid? Uh, yeah, totally. Um, when was the last time you went to a zoo? I went to Zoo Lights in Denver last Christmas. Oh, that that sounds super cool. It was super cool. They like decorate all of the animal cages with what animal is in there, but in lights, like a big elephant wow. by the elephants giraffe that's very neat uh i remember going i think it was a summer or two ago now in calgary um but what if the zoo was cooler oh can it get any cooler well there's a nanotechnology company that was founded by elon musk it's called Neuralink. uh-oh okay <laughs> i'm nervous because you said elon musk and i'm just like what's he gonna call yeah it? <laughs> the guy likes to play god a lot let's be real uh-huh. uh the company says that with our current technology 
We are as little as 15 years away from having real-life dinosaurs. No. Dinosaurs in zoos or our own Jurassic parks. Can I be real? Like, you said that was going to make the zoo cooler. I think that makes the zoo more terrifying. Depends on what kind of dinosaurs you're tossing in there. If If you're throwing a herbivore in there, I mean, it's just really cool to see a triceratops, is it not? Yeah, or like a stegosaurus. Yeah. But or a brontosaurus actually that would be sure. like the best. That would really make the giraffes look like crap, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's a giraffe, but check out this thing that's a thousand feet tall with a much longer neck than the giraffe. Yeah, that'd be that'd be <laughs> sick. But honestly, like, what if they were mutants though? Like, you think that they're what herbivores. <laughs> By fossils, but when did like Professor Xavier come into this with his <laughs> with the X Men. When did this come into it? I don't know. I just I I nerve I get nervous about this playing God thing. Like they're extinct for a reason. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, to play both sides of the coin, as I will here, you are right. It does sound cool, but there are legitimately five, almost six movies explaining why this is just a horrendous idea. Mixed morning, mixed mornings with Mike and Steph on Mix One Hundred Three Point Seven. Mike, I'd like to put in a formal complaint. To me? To you. About and to me? anyone who, who hears me and can rectify the situation. Um, I drove up north yesterday on the site loop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically to go to the Buffalo Lookout. Okay. I've got my issues with that place, too. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? I think we're having the same. Do you, ever see, do you ever see the bison out there? I have been there so many times. I have seen... One buffalo from very far away in the four and a half years that I've lived here. Wow. Um, That is one more than I've ever seen. So, I mean, I will give you props there. Congrats to at least having seen one. Uh, I think I've been out there three times now. And at very different points in the year, different points in the day each time. Like morning, afternoon, and dusk. I've been out there in the springtime, the fall, and midsummer, and I've never seen a single one. Yeah. Where are they? And who put up this sign? That says it's a lookout if you don't look out and see buffalo. Well, I mean, you do physically look out, but I mean, I don't think you, I don't think you ever see anything out there. I know. And the thing is, like, I've heard that, oh, they get fed somewhere else. And I'm like, well, move the feeding trough or move the sign. <laughs> move the damn trough or I'm never coming to visit ever again. <laughs> I just want to know where they are. Where are these buffalo and why can't I see them? I, yeah. False advertising. It's against oh, the rules. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> calling them out. I mean, I used to know the, I used to kind of know the person who was in charge of running that area. Did you? And that was like a connection through a connection kind of thing. Hmm. But I don't know who's in charge of that anymore. Does anybody actually have proof that there are bison out there? Do we know for sure? Or are we just all driving out to some site to look at a whole bunch of grass behind a fence? Mix, mix mornings with Mike and Steph. It's today's best music mix, 103.7. I, I gotta say, Steph, this is a brand new experience for me. And having no hot water... Oh my goodness! For yeah, how it, long? Uh, it's been since Saturday. Whoa! Yeah, it's been a few days. Oh my goodness! Uh, I am still bathing. Don't worry. Okay, glad to hear. I know you're like <laughs> you're like six or seven feet away, but I'm sure by this point <laughs> you would know if I hadn't been. Uh, but bathing, as mentioned, that is an experience right now. This water is ice cold. Yes, I can imagine. If there's no hot water, it's probably just underneath the ground, the frozen ground yeah. coming into your house. Yeah, she is frosty. Like, and I've been in Canadian lakes, so like I I am. I am familiar with cold water. <laughs> I've gone tubing on a number of lakes, so yes, I know what that water is like. But, uh, or at least I thought I knew what it was like. It turns out I was very wrong. Oh Jum- no! Jumped in the shower and immediately jumped out. 
I mean, valid point. I think it's very different when you're like, I'm going to go have some fun in this lake and go tubing. Um, Mm -hmm. It's okay to endure the cold versus I must get clean and I'm going to step into this frigid yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, exactly. But uh, the the rate in which I jumped in and out of that de- that bathtub looked like I was double dutching at that point. <laughs> you know, amazing. Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "All right, shower's bad idea. What I'll do is I'll take a bath." So I filled up the bathtub. You'll with- take a bath? Well, no. Stick with me here for okay, a minute. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I boiled three. Water. I boiled three pots of water. Okay. Sorry, Mike. Okay. How did <laughs> it go? Well, I, um, you know, again, you think it's going to be tolerable because you've boiled three, count them, three pots of water. Uh, I'm just going to say I think I'm sporting an, uh, an innie as opposed to an outie now, and I'm not talking about belly buttons. Mix mornings with Mike and Steph on Mix 103.7. Today it's time for... The Monday After. Steph, I understand you're learning a brand new skill. I know. I Like, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but maybe you can teach me to drive standard. <laughs> Well, you're the one who said old dog, so oh, I'm I'm going to hold on to that one. You said it, not me. But, uh, okay, so learning how to drive stick, how was that for you? I remember me trying to do that at 17, and it did not go well. Um, Yeah, I, my husband is a very patient man. My father was not. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. That's all right. Okay, how, so wh- where'd, you, where'd you learn? Uh, so we drove out to Anzac. We found a pretty deserted road, nice. um, and I just kept, you know, trying to go from neutral to first gear and sometimes even got into second and then often there'd be a stop sign and that's when we would do that you know leapfroggy thing where you're like where you stole the car yeah yeah did you forget to push the clutch down with with the with the brake i I think so because that's what he was yelling every time clutch clutch (laughs) (laughs) he was hoping you'd perform in the clutch but you couldn't you just kept just kept stalling the car out of her mixed mornings with mike and steph so I believe this was about two weeks ago. We were put on alert, Steph, that uh, Fort McMurray was told to be on the lookout for bears. Yeah. Bear season. Woke like, up a while ago. That's right. So they're coming out of hibernation. They're making a, their way around town walking fast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even running. Who knows? <laughs> well, I was more so referencing the Vanessa Carlton song. Uh, turns out we're not done yet, though, with all this stuff. Um, Canada goose season is apparently coming in hot. No. I'm never ready for those guys to return. <laughs> really? Yeah, like it's nice that it's like, oh, it's spring. They've finally flown back because they know the warm weather is coming. But yeah. then as soon as that happens, you're like, oh, yeah, and there's all the goose poo and there's all the honking. And yeah, I don't love them. How ridiculous is it that we as a nation need to be made aware that a bird is coming to Canada? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it seems a little dumb. Like it feels like this is one of the things that like other countries make fun of us for. Canada Goose is returning. Yeah, it, it's not Godzilla. It's it's not like there's some sort of ravenous species of shark making its way to our to our waters. It's a bird. Maybe but it's because we need to be warned that we might step in bird feces. Oh, come on. <laughs> you lived in Australia. You got to deal with other stuff on the daily. True. I mean, I've been hissed at and chased by geese. <laughs> But they're not going to do the same damage as a bear in our case. True, true. Frankly, the thing I'm most worried about in Fort McMurray is construction season coming. Mixed mornings. Mixed mornings with Mike and Steph. 
All right, going back in time for a moment. Do you remember being a kid and if you were maybe like driving with your parents somewhere, you'd see all of your friends' bikes and recognize your friends' bikes? Yes, yes. And then you'd be like, I need to be where they are. Let me I get the car right there. now. Exactly. <laughs> Draw me off at home. I'm grabbing my bike and I'm going over. Exactly. And that was like how you knew where the place to be was. Totally. The, the hangout place was going to be. Yeah. Well, there's a bit of a change in that, uh, at least now in our neighborhood. Really? Yeah. Uh, I noticed a whole bunch of things parked outside one house. What? They were not bikes. What were they? Motorized scooters. You are kidding me. Times they're a change in stuff. They can't even <laughs> pedal their own bike. They got to get a motor. They can't even pedal their own scooters. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's I mean, happening? To be fair here, to play both sides of the coin, scooters are uh, just a nightmare. D- did you ever have one growing up? Um, I didn't. I wanted a scooter really bad, and then my friend Sarah left hers at my house, and I used it for a day, and I didn't want a scooter anymore. Exactly. It was yeah. painful. The like, Razor scooters just took out your shins, just <laughs> demolished them, and everybody would try to do a trick, and then you'd hit the ball of your heel, you'd cry for an hour, and then you'd be over it, and then you'd say, yeah, I'll just stick with my bike. Uh Honestly, I'm not even complaining about the fact that we've moved on from from bikes to scooters. I'm just jealous that I didn't have one of these things when I was a kid, you know? Mixed Mornings with with Mike and Stuff on Mix 103.7. Mike, I know you haven't been single in a while, but... But I'm going to be. Where is this going? I don't like this. (laughs) When you were, how how could you tell when a lady liked you? (laughs) Uh, I couldn't. (laughs) I used to suffer from this thing called being not as good looking as I am now, and Uh, even now, not that great looking. Um, But honest to God, like I mean, I do not know. I am the worst at reading people. I do not know if somebody like even enjoys me as a presence in a room. Oh, you know. Like I like you. Try, Mike. Well, thank you. I mean, that's a good that's a good indicator. That there right there. Go. When somebody says I like you or if somebody comes over and says, "Hey, I think you're cute." That's a good indicator. Okay. Well, usually you might know if they like touched your arm, if they like didn't get a lot of that. Had a lot of like big smiles and laughing or if they like You've heard the show, you know that doesn't bit. happen a lot either. Okay. 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 Well, there's a new way that you can tell. Okay. But you have God. to be careful. Oh, okay. <laughs> because it's looking at their feet. So you just have to make sure that you are definitely looking at the feet. Okay. Okay. So if their feet are pointed towards you, that's a good sign that they like you. Are they just, if they're talking to me, would they not just automatically be pointed at me? No, some people look like they're about to escape. So they've kind of like started to move their feet backwards a bit. I feel like this is more of like a tolerating you thing. No, no. If they're pointing their feet towards you, it could be a sign that they like you. Okay. All right. Well, it'll be really easy to tell because like people are like six feet away, right? So I mean, like just looking at their feet from six feet away isn't going to look like I'm completely staring off somewhere very different. Whereas if they're like, you know, in a bar and four inches away from your face. So this is a helpful hint. Mixed mornings with Mike and Steph on Mix 103.7. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, Steph, but I feel like we might have a bit of a strange power power like uh, electricity or, or well, no i mean do you feel any electricity coursing through you no no, no okay no. do you remember last week we were talking about uh, the worst roads in town for potholes yes i do so we took some calls took some texts whatever and there's a there was one specific stretch of road i complained about as a uh, you're leaving timberley 
Yes, when you get stuck in that long pothole that yeah. takes your car for a ride. Well, there's that. There's multiple potholes along that stretch of road. Mm-hmm. I go. I was going to the gym on Friday morning, and it's all been fixed. Oh, yeah. That I don't want to say. I want to say it's because of us, but like <laughs> I'd like to think it's it's because of us. They made it a priority. Okay, I can see where you're going. Yeah. And, uh, abracadabra action. Yeah, and I mean, quick shout out to the RMWB for getting that thing fixed because there's a handful of problem spots in town. Uh, <laughs> Name some more, Mike. Put, throw them out there. No. That's, <laughs> well, I mean, I will never stop complaining about the Peter Pond parking lot. That is a cheese grater for tires, and it's 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 like driving but inside of a paint shaker. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I mean, if if this continues and we keep complaining and then get what we want. What else do we now ask for? Give me a bulk barn, please. A bulk barn? Yeah, I just want all those over candies Costco. that I can choose, like a grab bag. <laughs> okay. Yeah, over Costco, give me a bulk barn. I, we're both really shooting low on this because, I mean, I want to golf already. They're golfing in Edmonton. Is it too much to ask for the guys of the city to just stand out at Miskinaw with, like, hair dryers, just <laughs> melting the fair? Mix morning. Mix mornings with Mike and Steph. On Mix 103.7. Wonderful news coming out of the uh, downtown parks. Oh, okay. What's going on? Uh, the Hanging Stone River is flowing. Oh, really? That is that is good news. Yeah, very exciting. We went down last night to Lions Park. Then we took a walk over to Waterways, um, Howard Pugh Park, and both had open water. Wow, that is, that is pretty crazy. It's been really nice the last few days for the most part. Uh, it's supposed to be mostly above zero all week, so I mean, hopefully we can... Keep that going. Totally, yeah. So river breakup usually happens, I mean, the big river, yeah. um, the 18th to the 30th, so we might still have 14 days left minimum. Yeah, it's, but... they say on average it's the 19th, which would be two weeks from today, so yeah. somewhere in that time frame. Kind of nice to uh, to see it starting yeah. and to oh, watch sure. it and to be safe, of course. But Did uh, you say to touch it? Did you, well, like, go into the water? No, of course not. That would be very cold. But I did, you know, there are these moments where I'm like, I just can't wait to put a paddle in so bad. <laughs> no. No. Don't. You're going to live the ice bucket challenge if you pull that thing <laughs> off right now. Thanks for listening to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. For more episodes, subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify, or where all great podcasts are found.